Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to winter is blooming a game of thrones rewatch podcast by us the penny bloom podcast today we've got season six episode two titled home written by dave hill and directed by jeremy Pedeswa. i am colton robertson i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here oh and it is always a pleasure to have you mm. and man it's crazy to look at these premiere dates. May 1st, 2016 on this one. Dang, dude. Still, we're, we're almost at the end of the show, and hey. it's still seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the further away I get from Game of Thrones, the, the, the like, I just can't believe it. You know, I feel it like came it out just that long happened. ago. Yeah. It's a, I, that's a, it's a good, that's a good year, though. 2016, and this just adds to it. You know, in we some, got. In some regards. A, true. True. Um, there, there's Pop a lot of... culturally, sure. Mm. Politically, maybe Ooh, not. Big switch. You are big switch there. I guess like it depends who uh, you are, but for me, big big bad, big bad. Mm. Uh, as far as like movies and just pop culture, just everything memes ooh, like Vine, like yeah. everything was just popping off 2016, and and uh, I don't know. Now that you say say like I had no idea this episode came out in 2016. Yeah, season like, 6, 2016. That, but... What a wow. uh holy feels feel strange to say. And there were obviously mm-hmm. bigger gaps come season 7 and 8 because the production value was going up even mm-hmm. higher and mm-hmm. there was a lot more visual effects stuff that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more hiding it. There's a lot, you know, so you know, True. oh yeah, still, they had to hide their locations and stuff. Yeah, That's season six, like 2016. And, yeah, yeah. Season seven, 20. Was that 17 or 18? Yeah, I want to say it was 17. It feels like 17. Because I think there was a big ass gap between yeah, eight summer and seven. Eight was 2019. Yeah, season uh, seven is summer of 2017. There you go. There you go. But anywho, we got a pretty good one here, a pretty massive one. If you have not watched Game of Thrones Mm. and you're like on a first watch and you're like, uh, or you're not even watching it, you're just like, for some fucking reason, you're listening to a Game of Thrones podcast, which, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, to each their own. I doubt that's any of you, but I just want to give you a warning. We're spoiling the shit out of stuff. Uh, That's how how it goes over here. And we got a nice big spoiler for you in that, Mm -hmm. you know, a previously dead character is no longer dead. So uh, yeah, you had to had, to had to uh, to bust out the good old shirt for today. The good old good old John shirt. This is uh, I don't know it. It's crazy, and uh, we were we were talking about it too. How like we know exactly what's coming, but goddamn, it like almost made it feel better. You know, Bro, it's like, I don't like it's 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 so well done, man. Like it's hard not to go mm-hmm. with that for a favorite scene because it's not tough. only are you getting one of your favorite characters of all time back. It's just a really, 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 like, the lingering 
on Ghost for those couple of seconds before like, he. Yeah, you're like, what? Like, okay. Yeah, and no, like, man. I was, I like, fucking yeah. lose it, dude. Mm-hmm. I get all giddy and giggly every time. I feel like, you know, it's just crazy. But if you are ready, we can mm-hmm. go ahead and get the ball rolling beyond the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's do we it. We see him. It's been mm-hmm. too long. Here's Bran Stark continuing his training under the three-eyed raven at the tree. You know, pretty unceremonial. They're just like, check it out. Bran's been busy. He's also like five years older. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I really don't understand why they waited this long, you know, to introduce. I don't know. Maybe they just had a lot of other stuff going on in season four. They did. Just- I mean, season five was pretty fucking busy. And... Mm. You know, I guess you don't necessarily need Bran just, like, checking in and being like, he's still training, you know? Like, I do think there is almost a more effective way to go about it, and I think that leaving him out of Season 5 and coming back to him Season 6 implies a lot more than they could have possibly shown you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's he's this is what he's been doing, you know? And there's not a lot more we can show you. That's true. Uh, And I guess once you get into the story, you really got to start, like... I don't know. Like it's it's moving. Like yeah. Hodor, we get that next episode. We get like that's next episode, dude, isn't it? Hold the door is episode three. Wait a minute. Oh, is that just because? Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. I thought it was because I have our Hodor prediction right there, uh, um, but the numbers are two below. Yeah, it's episode five. I was only going okay. off our prediction thing. I thought it was next. I was episode. like, no fucking way that happened. No, but it does get moving. But, uh, because we do got a little bit more to do. We're coming up on that episode where he sees the, you know, battle at the tower where John is born and stuff. Mm-hmm. That'll happen within the next oh, yeah. couple. Um, mm. But it was just really, it was really nice to see Bran again. Um, I was very happy. Yeah. With, you got Max von Sydow playing the three-eyed raven now. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic, historically talented actor. He was just popping in for a few episodes in season six of Thrones. Um <laughs> Yeah, just gonna give might him know, some. You might know him as Doctor Nairing in in Shutter Island, the Nazi doctor. <gasps> oh my uh, God! Thank yeah. you. Okay. Wow. I was. I was okay. I didn't know I was looking for that, but then you said it, and I'm like, okay. He's also that- Lore Santeca at the beginning of the Force Awakens. To me, she is royalty. That's him. Um, Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Do with the map. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That Poe yeah, goes and visits. Map- and- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Also, okay. Max Moncito's cool here for us, you know? He's, uh, he's, he's, he's constantly there. He's always lurking. You know, technically, we could give Ned Stark another character. For, you know, for this, uh, he's not going to get it. But I no. just wanted to bring it up that it is possible. This, You know, I, I thought it, his time was done, you know. but uh, Ned Stark back like he never left, baby. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. not like he never left. It's been a while. But, uh... It's true. I'd say he does get one guaranteed, though. I'd say Ned gets one more, actually, whenever, like... We'll have to see. On the top of my head, I feel like you're right about that, Mm -hmm. but who knows what else happens that episode. You know, it's a pretty big fucking episode. Um, But, nevertheless, (laughs) uh, you know, he's shown... Bran has shown a scene from Winterfell. You know, watching his father and Uncle Benjamin training in the yard as young boys and Ned being like, do that shit again. I'll have to knock you upside the head, but it's all loving and brotherly. And he's like, come on. Now, you know buddy, who else you know? said that? Exactly. Word for word. Jon Snow to John. Ollie. Dude. Yep. I mean, it's to Ollie. So like, fuck him. But like, it's really cool that they said to the, see the parallel. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh, I, nah, I don't know. Man. There's a lot yeah. of just really like this episode is stacked. Like in my like, I don't know. Everywhere we checked in, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm just really enjoying. Like this is, I feel like a other than the John resurrection, obviously that that's at the end. I feel like that's what everyone will pull out of this episode. Episode up to yeah, that point, like, though, man. Man, and it's home. Like everyone is focused on home. Like even like Theon, you know, like everyone, like around is focused on home brand here you know whenever he gets pulled out of the vision and he's like i was home you know like don't don't take that from me uh brown and bro put me back there dude he's yeah, like yeah bro bring me back uh but he also sees his aunt liana the one who ned never talks about um to which mm-hmm. the three-eyed raven goes suspiciously silent you know the you know like yeah. he he knows a thing or two um but uh you know he also sees old nan and sir roderick cassell as a younger man and he also sees a stable boy who they address as willis and then uh he comes to realize that this is hodor and he was not incommunicative he was once able to speak mm-hmm. and his real like i said his real name is willis and uh though bran wants to stay he is dragged out of the vision by the three-eyed raven you know, uh, it's old Nan who pulls Willis away and is like, no, he's a stable boy. He doesn't need to fight. It's okay. You know, he's like, if you, if you put a sword in his fan and his hand and train him, he'd be the most powerful man alive. You know, uh, I mean, he did rip some dudes like a, just neck open with his bare hands. So like, uh, yeah, I'd say bro would, bro would go nuts, uh, mm-hmm. to be sure. Yeah. But yeah, he's dragged out of the vision, uh, you know, not to not much to his enjoyment. And, uh, you know, he's he's warned that it is dangerous to stay too long in visions, mm-hmm. um, whether that's yeah, because that's... you will literally get stuck in them or you will, you know, kind of Leo and in Inception, not, yeah. be able, you know, like uh, you get lost in the in the sauce a bit. I think it, um, it was also like a little like his brand was like you've been showing me all these places and visions and then you finally take me somewhere where I want to go. And then you pull me out right away, you know? So like they've just been doing this, you know, he's, I don't know what he's been showing him, you know, like they just, it's kind of up, up in the air, but uh, I feel like it was like, if he took him there right away, he'd be like, I never want to leave. You know, it's like, I'm home. This is where I, I, I'm good. Like no reason they to come have back to work out. their way there. And yeah. I like that implication. You know, that's good storytelling. This is the first time you're seeing something of importance to Bran mm-hmm. in his entire training. You know, like so it's it's immediately, yeah. even subconsciously, even if you're not thinking about it, a way to tell you that he's been up to shit that doesn't even matter to him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's uh yeah. mm-hmm. it's nice and easy. It's nice and easy to usher you in like that. But uh outside the tree. Bran finds Mira Reed, who still appears to be in mourning over her brother's health, and Bran's like, "What's up? What's wrong?" Uh, Mira's like, "Don't believe it. I'm so happy. I just saw my home and all my my debt. You know, my relatives, everything. Like, are you? What's wrong? What's wrong with you, Mira? Are like, you okay? Um, what could possibly be wrong with you? It's not like your, you know, your brother just died. I, I guess I don't know how long ago that was. Um." Like how can't have been time? super long. The other storylines haven't progressed a ton since then. You yeah. know, I mean, like there's been time, but I mean, maybe yeah, a few really. months, not like a, maybe there's a, I, I would say there's no, mm. John got killed at the end of season five. There's not even a jump between season five and six, you mm. know, like, uh, yeah, we're going a couple months, you know, like 
mm-hmm. maybe six at yeah. most. Uh, and Mira, I don't, was it because of Jojen that she's kind of just, you know, whatever lost anymore? Or is it just like she feels useless just sitting at this? Both. You know, she's just not, like, you know, yeah. yeah, like she lost the reason she came here. Mm-hmm. First off, Jojen told her. You know, she doesn't have any way to know all this shit. Jojen was like, we got to go help Bran. This is what we got to do. You know, this is everything. This is our entire life now. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Jojen's gone. Bran's doing this training with the Three-Eyed Raven. She's just basically standing watch at this point, doing nothing. Um, Yeah, yeah, you start to feel a little useless and, uh, you know, directionless. Um. But yeah, she's Brand's like the Three Eyed Raven says there's a war coming, and he's like, "Oh, and we're gonna fight it out here at this fucking tree, you know, by ourselves." Uh, Brand's like, "I don't fucking know." Um, yeah, this is it is very a very strange thought, you know, that it's just kind of we had to do this. We were told, you know, and now like that we're here. Mm-hmm. Like they, they probably expected something different. I don't know, like something immediate, you know, like a right or a something to to help fight you know that i'm not sure but but mira like i love the just the aesthetic of this show like her just oh, looking dude, out gorgeous her looking off the in the distance and oh Ooh, we had the one of the little children of the forest leaf is like uh oh uh, yeah you're gonna need her when you're done here so we gotta keep her around we know um, her name leaf a leaf apparently that's uh that's what it says here in the synopsis i fuck with um, that um fitting you know it's like of course your name is leaf um yeah i got a tree is the other one and uh roots tree leaf Uh, roots stems i I guess they are children of the forest one of them is actually called chlorophyll no i'm making that up but uh okay i I thought you were serious there for a second i was like (laughs) holy shit gorgeous but uh yeah no that's all that happens beyond the wall it's nice and quick nice and simple but a nice reintroduction to what he's been up to very succinctly um, got and i dig four it hodors as well finally another hodor um we haven't gotten any in season five and this is the first hodors from for quite a while um but more to come until sadly a couple episodes away but yeah i don't know very short and sweet up with with bran but uh i like that we're we're starting i don't know is this storyline is really cool, and I love the. Oh, it, it, and it. Well, it's funny. It escalates really fast within these next few episodes, and then he's turned into a ro- a total robot, and doesn't have any emotion. Mm-hmm. For like after season after episode five of the season, it's like that's it, bros. I bet that's like, you know, you'd want to think that you could stay yourself through this whole no, thing. Oh yeah, I completely get why he's a robot. It's like uh, it's like Doctor Man. Oh, we haven't read. You haven't read The Watchmen yet, but you've mm-hmm. you know you've uh, watched the, ah, the TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very, very similar sort of standing there, where mm-hmm. it's like uh, you yeah. you know everything there is to know across all time. You know everything that has happened. You know what will happen. So you become yeah. apathetic. You you go like mm-hmm. whatever I do. I can't yeah, change like, shit. I can't mm-hmm. do anything about this. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. so you, you remove yourself almost entirely, basically. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to read that. Cause that's, uh, is that this Friday? It I believe it's be. this Friday. As far as I the think. release of this podcast. Ah, okay. um, yeah. 
Um, dark, yeah, it would be in a dark night. Before, yeah, it is. It is this Friday. Watchmen this Friday. A little connection to brand. Woo! Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, but that concludes the storyline there. Um, and we'll mm-hmm. be back. Uh, I'm assuming next week. I hope we don't just keep taking yeah. like episodes off with them. But regardless, we're next in King's Landing, where in a tavern, a man is drunkenly boasting about having taunted Cersei. You know, with his giant fucking cock, apparently during her mm-hmm. walk of time. She's there, titsy nash, jingling in the wind. Uh, <laughs> and everyone, I wouldn't lie about like, this. Ah. Okay? You know, I yeah. wouldn't lie. You know, about I wouldn't this, lie. Man. You know me. You know, and I, I swear, as soon as she, I swear to God, she saw it, she licks her lips. Um, and everyone's like, no. And he's like, I swear, I swear, you know, I wouldn't lie to you guys. Uh, <laughs> what is the implication of this, though? I mean, what happens afterwards? Did Cersei just on the walk remember that one fucking dude and like was like, this guy's got to go? Or was it heard that this guy was talking up a storm and then she, it was like, all right, let's let's get rid of him. Or is the mountain just a fucking? He just doesn't give a fuck, and he just killed this dude. You no, know? um, I don't think Cersei is. I don't think this is like Cersei's. Like, I remember this guy's face. Go find this guy, kill him. I think you know. I think we've seen that now. Kyburn has his little birds, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. word makes way back to the castle. It is okay. That is you know, right. Uh, that is right. You go ahead, kill that guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Because <laughs> yes. I, I also my favorite possibility, which would be even funnier, is that Sir Gregor Clegane is just walking around, um, mm. and mm. he's like, "Oh, this motherfucker's talking up a storm. I'm about to go smash his fucking head in." And uh, just, oh my god, the deaths this episode were ridiculous. just. Oh my god, every single one of them, really. I, I think, Roos had the best death in the end. You know, like yeah, the like, easiest. Yeah, if if I'm going to choose any death out of this episode for me to go, you know, like, well, hmm. I don't know. I think that the getting your head smashed might be the way to go simply because it's, actually, it's the quickest. That's instantaneous. Dragon, or dragon, uh, giant, just, just, I mean. Also, yeah, you're right about it. There's a lot of pretty gruesome deaths in this. Yeah, that's probably, um, I don't know, what's more instant, the, the mountain or what's his name? Uh, The giant, well, it's like two. It one one? One one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. One one. I knew it was two words over and over. But yeah, two two. Uh, no. But uh, yeah. He uh, he goes ahead and returns to Cersei's side. After that, he's like, "I've done your bidding, my master." And she's like, "Dope." Um, yeah. No words needed. No blood words. Over. Just all, yeah, all blood clear. all over like his just one arm. And Cersei's like, "All right, cool." Um, I'm assuming you did what you had to. Um, <laughs> but uh, thereafter is Marcella's funeral. Held at the Great Sept of Baylor, but uh, Cersei is not permitted to attend, and she's informed mm. of this by her uncle Kevin, who we all despise. Um, yeah, Tommen has ordered that Cersei be confined to the Red Keep, since he is concerned of the Faith Militant. Um, mm. And I also love the standoff here between Cersei and the Mountain versus the <laughs> army of men outside her door, who are all shitting their pants at the idea of facing off with this one man um i mean what do you do you know i I love how he's just like look he has his hand like on his hilt and like just looking Mm -hmm. at Cersei for the call you know like he's not even worried about them he's like he's like just let me know you tell me what to do and i'll do it she walks away and he just looks at them for a couple seconds longer and there's still that question like is there something between them that's like 
you don't have to give them like was there a signal he stands there for a few seconds late longer and stares at them and they're like is it, is it go time are we about to die and then he turns around and kevin goes oh you know his uh, He's like, uh i fucking uh, loved that dude before uh, my eyes yeah it's oh yeah it's but uh, this is a little detail i've forgotten um that cersei didn't go to her daughter's funeral and wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to um yeah yeah that's brutal and i guess the reasoning you know it makes sense like, Tommen's Tommen just afraid yeah. that they're going to take her again and go through all of the, you know, he can't do anything about it. So, like, I get it. Fair enough. Loved. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he says that they told him they'd yeah, do that. It's they not did. that he's yeah, just she's afraid. not allowed in the set yeah. right now until she, right, until she faces her trial. Until or she, yeah, until her trial yeah. is over. And uh, so I loved the shot of her just up in the red keep over the balcony looking at the sept. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I like, I literally out loud said, Blow that shit up! I was like, yeah. I can't wait Do till it. you blow Fuck that shit up. These like, people, bro, oh kill them all. I don't even give a fuck, man. Here's the thing: like, <laughs> I don't like. It blows my mind how much more sympathetic or empathetic to Cersei I am in this rewatch than I was like ever before. I'm like, you know what? Fuck these people. They don't deserve your compassion anyway. Um. And then when it's like Daenerys, I'm like, no, don't do that. You know, like, uh, all, all <laughs> yeah. and it's because it's because of what they've always been about. You know, Cersei's always been like, fuck these people. So it's not it's not like a betrayal of character for her to go and do something like that. When it came to Daenerys, it's heartbreaking to see that sort of thing happen because mm-hmm. she's always been so fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, that's that was, the shit that fiction will get you get you going for you know it's like when it comes to someone who's always despised the poor people I'm like fucking kill them you know <laughs> yeah she's she's like there's so much wrong with her care you know like so much wrong that I oh, don't agree with but I am I'm deeply like so I, it, fucked up I love come, her on this rewatch it, though it doesn't even come for the finale and I'm already like just blow them up already I'm like just get it over I don't you know just Oh, is it? It's this finale, right? That yep, season up? six finale. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm eagerly awaiting that. Um, but I don't know that that the thing is is that I'm kind of enjoying the High Sparrow a little bit. Like, I don't mm. like, I don't like like what he's what he's doing. I'd rather him just blow up and get it over with. But it is like a new player has entered the game. You know, it's like oh, yeah. a, a whole different sort. It's not a, a big name. It's not. It's just people it's just the people. Well, and he's not even driven by anything that anyone can penetrate nobody can get to this man mm-hmm. like as is exemplified by the next scene here where jamie and tommen are at marcella's funeral you know to, and tommen's like have we found prince tristane's killers and he's like no not yet and he's like i expect mom did it um and he's like your mom wouldn't do that and he goes uh yeah she would um she would actually not not her this time, not which her. is not her this incredible. time. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. This this scene though was a a contender. Um, for my just like the Jamie and Tom and I thought was really nice, but it, what comes after with Jamie and the High Sparrow I thought was was really good. Um, and I slotted it in there like when I'm watching, and then I you know it's gonna be tough for anything to beat the end. But like I I wanted to to uh to just give some 
some like nod towards this. Oh scene. yeah, I thought some I love. thought it was really cool. Oh, this so. is great. You know, I I, I enjoy you know uh, I enjoyed it a great deal, especially considering there's that tension. Anytime Jamie is interacting with one of the kids, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's always a, interesting you know. to think about what the, the child yeah. is thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tommen gets real snippy with him. You know, he's king and he's he's feeling a little bit more freedom to say what he wants because he can't do everything he wants mm-hmm. because of the faith militant. You know, like so in these moments, he, he's he's being a little mouthy. You know, he's being a yeah. A rambunctious teenager. Uh, he's just, he just happens to be king. Um, you think he knows Jamie's his father? Um, I, I think he's too dumb to That's know. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's too innocent, you know? Yeah. Like I, Marcella, yeah dumb's the wrong word. Innocent is the good, yeah. is the good word to go with. Like, uh, He's mm-hmm. he's just too naive. Naive might even be better There's to better. even think yeah. of that as a possibility. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, he's heard he, the rumors, but I'm sure he's just like, no fucking way, you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, because I, I, I was whenever he like did snap at Jamie for a little bit, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like I, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know, like he like kind of re- took it back for a second. Well, and, and I, who knows with the allegations against Cersei, maybe those thoughts have creeped in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's confessed to one of the incestuous relationships. That's True. what she formally confessed to was yeah. uh sleeping with her cousin. Um so maybe it is a little bit more like, oh man, I'd never considered it a possibility, but maybe this is real and maybe there is a little bit more of that. But I I think he's in a more similar position as Marcella would have. I think that if he did know, he would be cool with it. You know, he'd be like yeah. he'd probably yeah. be disturbed. In fact, you know, there's no real telling. I would even I would even mm. wager that maybe he'd turn Jamie into the High Sparrow for like in exchange for his mom, you know, or something like that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't know. It's crazy how all like because if Cersei did admit to Jamie, and it's like, well, the king, that like they'd have yeah, like, like it. Be I think that king, that's kind of you know? that kind of always goes by the wayside in my head because we obviously know he's Jamie mm-hmm. and Cersei's child. Yeah. But that's something she absolutely cannot confess to, not just for her rep- not just for her reputation and his reputation and their families, but because the person sitting on the throne would be delegitimized immediately. You know, like uh yeah. Yeah, it'd be, be interesting of of who would say this does go through. They found out that they're illegitimate. Who who sits on the throne next? There's no Baratheons left. They're not they're not just gonna go and be like, Oh, Daenerys, come over here. We need you. Yeah. That is so interesting like, who, to think about. Who would they you Well know, there like, would be a military there would be there would yeah. another war would open up. At the high and, sparrow, actually. Or like there just wouldn't be a throne anymore. It would just be like a a I don't know what to call that. A government ruled by the church. Is that like is there a word for that? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I I never thought about that. Like how how close? Like theocracy. Theocracy, the word. That's it. Sounds right. Theocracy, a system of government in which priests rule in the name of a god or god. All oh, right, there god we go. Theocracy. Nice. 
Boo theocracy. I don't I, y- y- not 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 yay theocracy. Yay, Boo. I got it right. Boo theocracy. Yeah, um, no point. But <laughs> no, nah, man. I uh, I'm not sure. I like to think that there's a. It's interesting because when that comes out, who knows where loyalties lie after that? I like to think that mm. immediately, pretty much Cersei would just do something formally to take out the faith militant and mm-hmm. but crazy enough i think that if that were to happen the person we'd be looking at on the throne kevin lannister oh shit it would probably be him huh wow yeah i guess because yeah no baratheons they'd probably just go to the small council and it's the hand of the king, you know, right? Is he the hand? But he's only the hand of the king because of Cersei and their oh. family, you know? So it's like, it's one of those things where he commands the Lannister armies, though. And that's the thing that feels the most important to me. There's there's even a possibility that Littlefinger would be able to make something happen after that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This This faith militant, like, I don't know if he just really walked into this situation you know but i mean he did bro there was not a master plot he just happened to be in the right place at the right time and got his shit figured out maybe this is a little finger ploy because you're right he could slip in right here after it's all said and done and be like there you go what up but it's never they never bring that up at all no and and i think it's important that the high sparrow can't be bought you know there's nothing little finger could bargain that he'd be like yeah i'm down to do that yeah, you know, he, first if he was paid by someone or like this was mm-hmm. set up, it, it wouldn't really make sense. He'd be a good actor, but um, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jamie, uh, Jamie convinces Tommen to go see his mother as they haven't seen. He hasn't seen her since she took her walk of atonement um, mm-hmm. or since before she took her walk. of Since she got locked up, he hasn't seen her. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's but uh, the High so- Sparrow enters the sept after Tommen leaves. And Jamie begins threatening the High Sparrow, asking him why Cersei is being punished for her sins, but he isn't, considering he murdered the king. And uh, this was important when he continued going uh, and was like, you know, I murdered the king. I was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, no, did you just uh, did you just out her to the High Sparrow? You know, uh, but that's what I was saying. I'm like, are you about to say that, like, you and Cersei are a thing? Like, I was like, I, I, you I will be I, arrested right yeah. this second, Jamie. Oh, you don't have a right hand. Um, you're fucked. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I killed my king, the mer- the king I vowed to protect, and, uh, I-, I did all this shit, but as Jamie is about to kill the High Sparrow, the High Sparrow seems unafraid to die. You know, I deserve it. We all do. Um, and Jamie's like, I have never met anyone who has ever reacted like that to me putting a fucking sword to their throat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah, dude was. I mean, I don't, I don't fuck with what he's trying to do, but like, at least what he's saying here is pretty bad. Like, the High Sparrow had like kind of that Mark Zuckerberg, um, in the room with the lawyer moment of like slamming him down. You know, yeah, he kind of right, he right, was right. like, he was like, yeah, I mean, I am afraid to die, but like, what would it matter? I'm nobody, and all these people in this room with me, they're nobody sure. either. They'd die we're, too. Yeah, nobody has the, any power in this room, though. You though. If we take you down, I mean, 
like th- their name i mean they're being written in a book you know like that that's like that's a moment in history mm-hmm. um for if 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 jamie dies so i know i i really did like that moment and and uh like well, him, and like it, it, you get a you get a glimpse of motivation from him when he goes you know none of us individually have any power but together we can overthrow was, an empire that was a cool line too yeah i i forgot and about it's that. like oh he's official like now he is going for theocracy. You know, like that is his goal at this point is to mm-hmm. implement their religion on a kingdom's wide scale. Um, not yeah. just King's Landing, ruling the fucking yeah. seven kingdoms in the name of the High Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tommen thereafter visits Cersei in the Red Keep. And apologizes for not being more assertive during her imprisonment. He uh, regrets letting the High Sparrow lock her away and says that he should have torn the Sept down with the High Sparrow inside of it as she would have. He tells her that he needs her help in being a strong ruler. And Cersei remains uncharacteristically silent throughout the exchange. But when Tommen is done speaking, she embraces him. And you know why? She's already like, ooh, tearing down the Sept. That's a good fucking idea. With him inside, that's a good fucking idea. Um, yeah. Oh, and you want my help now fully? You're going to give me full power and you're going to do always, honey. Yeah. Oh, love that. And, and it, it, she also is like staring into like the corner of the room. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad to see you right now. You know, she's like, I'm so glad I can finally see you. And it's yep. just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like she is, you know, she does want to see Tommen, but at the same time, she's a little pissed, you know, a little oh, disappointed. Yeah. disappointed. So it's, I don't know. I, it, Tommen, you know, I it, I don't think it's it's performance worthy for the episode, but for him, I think he he really stepped it up here. Uh, oh yeah, episode. he's got um, this kid doesn't get enough credit. You know, he, he's not he's a small role player, ironically enough, for the, the role of the king. Yeah, um, but when he's on screen, he 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 carries his own. You know, like he doesn't it doesn't feel like he's trying really hard to catch up and trying really hard to be on that level. He's just being, and I think he, uh, he pulls it off really well, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that concludes the storyline in, Mar- uh, in King's landing. And then we are on to Moraine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got like, if, if there's any scene that will beat the end, it's, it's in this, it's in this one. Uh, but Masande and Grey Worm tell Tyrion that Rhaegal and Viserion have not been eating since Daenerys left. And Tyrion explains the dragons do not do well in captivity and they will probably start eating again if they are unchained. Uh, he also suggests that the dragons are intelligent enough to remember their friends and that they will probably not harm Masande if they meet her again, since she spent so much time with them when they were little. And uh, they're like, how the fuck could you possibly know that? What, what the fuck? Where you been, bro? Kaboom! We got it. That's Finally. what I do. Ugh. I drink and I know things. I was uh very you know I knew I knew this was coming I had no idea when though um and for my boy I mean maybe the high sparrow line is a little harder but this is I mean, classic this, man this is my guy kind of you know Jon Snow's number one actually Daenerys is probably number two Tyrion's number th- I mean I really like I I I went deep into this Tyrion theory mm-hmm. one time that he was like maybe one of like there's three dragons. Um, um, this is back and he never, is like, never um, has there been a greater argument for that side than mm-hmm. this episode. 
Yeah. Um, which I don't really, I mean, he, I don't know. Cause I guess his birth could be, you know, no. Cause Cersei in, and, um, Jamie saw her mother die. I mean, the mother is for sure. Whoever his mother's yes. wife was, but I guess the father. It it could not be Tywin, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, you so know? It, it is. It is like a there. There's a lot of holes when you start to go down there. But this scene, I was this was the other one. I mean, I was like, if if there is one, it is going to be this one because I just Peter Dinklage was just. There's no dragons there. Or I guess we're not there yet. I should. Uh, I should. I should halt. We're um, not far off from it though. Uh, in the. In the the room up there but actually yeah we we are there um Tyrion and Varys go down below the pyramid okay cool. and with Tyrion advancing you know they they look at each other he goes into the darkness alone mm. and uh, one of the dragons emerges from the shadows and Tyrion maintains eye contact as the fire billows within the fucking thing's mouth uh-uh. um and when uh, the I... other emerges oh, Tyrion I... puts down his torch oh. and mm. gently advances and, uh-uh. uh, I, like the two little like there's like the main fire that's like lit in like their throat but then there's like these two like holes like on the sides of their mouth or something i don't know mm. and like i it, i wonder if that's like what like blow i don't know i was I, I was really interested i've never noticed them before these little like look like air holes like they that's where all like the air comes out and pushes the fire so far or something like that or i or yeah i don't know um, it'd be really funny you know how like uh on a lighter you use one of those uh one of the triggers is like a little bit of like a, a small thing that ignites the fire for mm-hmm. real you get a spark and then the gas that it's leaking out actually ignites it into a flame what if it's That's... like emitting some sort of uh you know yeah. flammable, flammable substance gas. that you yeah. you blow he he has the fire within him but mm-hmm. He blows it out, and that ignites it fully. You know what I'm saying? I'm head cannoning that. Yeah. Um, he just I mean, operates like a lighter. One further, it's just their farts. You know, they just, they store them in, and instead of farting, oh, yeah, come, comes out the comes out the mouth instead, I guess. There you go. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, I think it's, I think uh, farts are flammable, you know? I think, like, I've seen a video. There's that little the theory, you, you throw the lighter down by the, by the butt, and it, you yeah. know, does the whole thing. So I uh, think we got some credence here uh, with this. I think one. there's, I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Uh, but uh, you know, to calm them, Tyrion speaks gently, explaining that some say that dragons are more intelligent than humans. Mm-hmm. He tells that when he was little, one of his uncles asked him what he wanted for his name day present, and he asked for a dragon, not even a large one, just a little one like him. This part, uh, I. I it's my favorite scene of the episode. Man. I'm this, glad. this is my favorite scene of the yeah. episode. Uh, if you weren't because I was it... watching this, I was I, I was at work watching this today. I fell asleep way too early last night. Mm-hmm. Ended up waking up being like fuck, uh, and I had to watch the episode at work today. Um, but I'm standing in the back of the store watching this episode, and he says that line, "Just a little one like me," and I like. <laughs> You know, I got, I got like tears welling in my eyes, bro. I'm like, cause this is one of my favorite little stories in Game of Thrones. Uh, cause it's mentioned in book one in the books. Um, they, they go over his studying of dragons and how he went down below, um, 
down below to see the skulls and all that. Mm-hmm. And he thought about it and he remembered when he was a child, et cetera, et cetera. So this story is told in the first season or the first book of Game of Thrones and the Song of Ice and Fire. So I've, I've always, I forgot that it was told in the show and I was so glad when it came back around. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, yes. Cause yeah. it's so powerful, man. You know, they, uh, they all laughed like it was the funniest thing they'd ever heard. And then Tyrion's father told him dragons were extinct. And Tyrion cried himself to sleep that night. Yeah. Yeah. But here you uh, are. Boom. Yeah. And like, you, they could understand him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, they were, I don't know. I, I feel like they were actually like listening. Um, at least whether they didn't understand him, they definitely knew what he was there for. You know, yeah. like, I don't know which one is which, I guess. Um, yeah. I, c- I couldn't tell you off the top of my head either. Um, but like after the first, you know, chain was dropped and then just putting its, you know, neck down and being yeah. like, all right, let's go. Um, but no, this was, was such a, a good scene. And I, I, I was thinking of like, you know, his want for a dragon his whole life. It's like his biggest dream Dude, it's wonderful. as well. You know, a dream, there are dreams in Game of Thrones. I always, you know, hold on to yeah. very, uh, look, look at very closely. Um, but I love the, you know, the little history lesson he gives Masande and, Great yeah, when they were chained up. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, I mean, the dragons used to roam uh, the world and just take over everything. But then when they started chaining them up and locking them away, like, they they were no bigger than cats, you know, or, or is what he said. And I wonder if, because, like, we're in the House of the Dragon, and uh, we still got some big-ass motherfuckers. Um, so I, I'm a, I wonder if, like, in Season 2, if we'll start just, uh, I'm assuming some dragons are going to go. Um you know, we're going to see some, some, maybe some dragon deaths, but. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, we still got Vagar. He's a big boy. And Vagar yeah, is like, he came over with Valyrian from Valyria. Like that's. That's an ancient dude. That's an old motherfucker right there. And a large motherfucker right there. So, um, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's the result of the civil war we're seeing in house of the dragon that they begin to chain them up and mm-hmm. keep them locked down and they slowly shrink over time. Um, yeah. Man, no, I'm a. I know I saw something that was like House of the Dragon is gonna, you know, summer 2024 is uh, what what they said. Now I think that's already what we kind of thought, but right. uh, I'm just I'm getting I'm getting a little hot. You know, it's it's still a long ways away. But watching yeah, Thrones, but it's, it's, it's around like, the corner, baby. Yeah. It's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I guess a prequel series. You know, who knows if any of this is actually going to come to fruition? Or oh, that one's starting filming in twenty twenty four. That's what. Yeah, a yeah. Pre, like that. That looks pretty cool. Um, so I'm. Yeah, it's going to be I'm Duncan gonna... and Egg. The. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That it is that one. Oh, that is confirmed because I think George even George R. R. Martin said. No, yeah, like that one is yeah. beginning to film. That's a okay. that is a guaranteed right there. So mm-hmm. I think it might be the uh, it might be the 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 stake of this podcast that from now on, if we're going to cover TV, it's probably going to be Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what else is up to, up to this level? You know, it's like maybe prequel series, a night of the seven kingdoms, Mm. the hedge Knight, start shooting spring 2024. Um, Quite the name. Quite the Yeah. And that was tweeted by culture crave, which is pretty, pretty reliable Mm -hmm. for the news stuff there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, I don't know. I uh, this this scene was was really making me go back into the Tyrion being one of the dragons uh, theory and all mm. that. But I don't know. I I just uh, I, I'm 
none of it really matters, but I just the show is is so vast and well, so and that's crazy. that's what's interesting though is that I think it does kind of matter. I mean, like, uh, it matters one way or the other. Uh, but I think that the thing that matters more is making, uh, trying to know that that theory shouldn't be true. You know, like the, the relationship that him and Tywin have for years and that whole thing. I understand that, like, if it's just not actually his father, that creates, you know, a, a disdain that's different. Um, yeah. but there's such a personalness to it that that time Tywin says like you know I thought that maybe you weren't my son it's because he truly doesn't want him to be not because he actually thinks he might not be I mean look at look at Jon Snow and I think like imagine the same situation that happened to Ned happens to Tywin Tywin Shuts and Ned are this kid in a river yeah like ooh fair maybe that's actually kind of true but kills Tyrion yeah. but if it is Tywin's wife saying you better protect this child you better blah you know you you i know who you are don't throw this baby in a fucking river you know like i know i'm gonna die do this last thing for me maybe he does you know and then maybe i just see ned and tywin ned would hide that forever and and care for john and you know do Mm -hmm. all that but tywin would just be like i fuck you know i have to protect you i have to keep you living but like i'm trying to find any legal way to kill you but i feel like he would have done it you know like if there wasn't some like something that's more. fair, you know, like uh, that's that's a that's a decent argument. I could see that specifically if it was his wife who had Tri- Tyrion. Uh, Tywin seems quite unforgiving. I have to guess that if Tywin's wife had cheated on him with another man and carried that guy's baby to term, he mm-hmm. holds. No loyalty to that woman anymore. Um, okay. Yeah, I see that as well. That is kind of true. Because but Ned that's the th- it's all speculation. You know, we can't really. Like, yeah. We're just basing it entirely off of the character we know as they were or are. We can't. Obviously, there's no way to fucking know. But uh, yeah, no, I think that uh, either way, it's interesting. And obviously, I would love if one day they were like, "Oh yeah, Tyrion's actually uh, a Lannister kid." Yeah, like- and, Imagine the, like, Bran has a moment with Tyrion, just like, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like, I guess Bran didn't have the moment with Jon. It happened just kind of, you know, they're in separate places, whatever. Right, right. But, like, I'm at, like we get that kind of same thing, but with Tyrion instead. Um, and, like, Bran, Bran could just drop it, you know, he'd just be like, oh, yeah, Tyrion, by the way, like, uh, your your uh, father is actually Rhaegar uh, Targaryen. I don't even know if that works out age-wise. That would make him doesn't. and Jon brothers. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Kind of sick though. Of different make... mothers, Rhaegar would have had to have, yeah, fucked around with Tywin's wife. I mean, I mean that dude and did Ned's get around. That dude did get around, and he was just a. He's just think about it, everything that every time they talked about him, it's like this dude sang. This dude was just a fucking. He was everything. He, this dude was like a Renaissance man. You don't think yeah. like he's, he's just he's getting it like in. that, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, I'm going way too deep. but no i love i love the ending of this scene where you know the dragons retreat away and Tyrion his little walk up the stairs where it's like the rushed walk up the stairs uh, it's like you turn the lights off in your basement like you know you gotta gotta exactly Uh, but in this case uh, 
there's two dragons behind them. Yeah. So fair enough. Tyrion's like, if I ever have an idea like that again, punch me in the face. Uh, Varys, what, like, Conleth Hill's performance of this moment is fucking brilliant. Him being like, like, his mouth is just open and he's like, I can't. Why believe. the fuck would you do that? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, you know, he didn't even, like, he left the room just saying, like, it's time for them to have their dinner. You know, he he didn't even say, like, he was about to go unchained. I guess he was implying it kind of heavily. Like, they're going to shrink if they're, you know, chained up, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, like, I don't know. I, I thought it was, like, Varys is just standing up there just, like, watching this all go down. And he's, like, at any second, Tyrion could just get eaten, you know? He's, like, oh, my God. Like, this dude's actually doing, like, holy shit. This is, like, one of the bravest people on, like, on the right. planet right now. Like, this is, this is. He literally justifies Masande going down there because she would be the best candidate because maybe they'd know her. Mm-hmm. And they have just... no fucking clue who Tyrion is. You know, like this man, I, I respect the shit out of Tyrion for this because he also knows that a dragon queen without dragons, how much of a queen is she? You know, like that's uh... mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he's this, this is a, a good move. And uh, I don't know. I, I like, I, I, thought that they ex you know is there like an exit the other way or did they just go deeper into their like tomb thing you know oh they don't leave they don't leave the pyramid they just have free roam under the pyramid now oh yeah because i guess daenerys walked them down the stairs that mm-hmm. she came in and they were small are you trying to remember how they get out yeah i was like oh the way they get out's pretty fucking sick uh okay then okay yeah i don't know i it's blanking right now, so I'll just—I okay. guess I'll wait for it to happen. But uh, they just bust through the wall. Just they just fucking fly through. Just, just yeah. I mean that's how they'd have to do it, you know. Yeah. They're, they're not no, gonna yeah, they, they door just, anymore. It's uh, it's at a time when like Daenerys or someone particularly needs their help, mm. um, and mm-hmm. they they can like feel it and they they crash right through the fucking wall and like go finding her. But uh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty dope, but. We are then in Bravos, where still a beggar on the streets. Arya is again approached by the waif, who asks her name. Arya says she is no one, at which the waif hits her, and the waif retorts that she doesn't believe that, neither does Arya. She tries to fight back, but the waif vanishes, replaced by Jock and Hagar. He promises that if she says her name, Arya will sleep under a roof tonight. And I love the camera work here. Um... Him catching the staff and them never leaving Arya. And it's not, the camera's not moving. She's not moving. They're not moving. If a girl says a name, she will sleep under a roof tonight. I am no one. Who has no name? If a girl gives a name, she will eat tonight. I'm no one. If a girl says a name, a man will give her her eyes back. She thinks about this one. She does. And she's like, oh. Hold on. Like that hopelessness that like mm. I'm no one, you know? Uh and like, fuck man. Yeah. Satisfied, he's like, Come with me. You are a beggar no more. Uh, I remembered her being on the streets a lot longer than this. Um two, two short ass scenes, you know? Just very short brief. The waif just comes in, beats her ass, and then she leaves, and then that's it. Literally yeah. both times. And then like are the waif and Jock in the same person? They're they're no one. They can be, you know. Like that's the so, thing is that they just have their faces. Uh, so, 
the person who we met as the waif. <laughs> yeah, it's like it is weird to think about, I guess. But like, because we do see them in the same room together. Yeah, no, we've seen them right. separately. Um, so I like to think that because <laughs> we don't actually watch him go from the wave to Jockin, right? Mm-hmm. Jockin's no. just all of a sudden there. Yeah, the wave just leaves. Or, yeah, Arya's just swinging at air. You know, she's like, ah, just trying to hit anything, and then Jockin just, you know, catches her. The, I, I'm willing to bet they were both there. Like, for this scene, because there's there's a personality change that happens within the wave versus Jockin, you know? Like, Jockin is obviously much more level-headed, whereas the wave is much more vindictive against Arya. Um, isn't that like the whole point of switching a face though? You have to fully envelop a different person. You know, you can't be the same person across different uh faces and stuff, right? And I think that would be the case if they were dealing with anyone else. You um, know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it, since it's they are within for, yeah, their order, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like they get they are That's true. Being the who they are. Yeah. Like I don't think it makes any sense for the waif's character to just be like that because she's wearing that face. You know what I'm saying? Um and same and Jockin makes more sense to be like that no matter what face he's wearing too, you know, like uh I don't think that he would all of a sudden take on the wave's personality if he's wearing the wave's face though. Um but that's the thing too is now we're at a point where like did the original guy who wore Jockin's face die? Who the fuck was that that actually drank the poison? It was no one. Doesn't matter. They both exist, but they don't you know like it's like whatever. Fuck it. Um how many no ones are there in the House of Black and White, you know? It'd be incredible if it's just those two. You know? Right. How would anyone know? Like You'd have no idea. There is no telling. So, yeah, they're just that fucking good. You know, it's go anywhere, but but uh, yeah, short, short and sweet. But uh, we're, we're there and then we're yeah. gone because we're next in the north. Where at Winterfell, Ramsay and Roose discuss with Harold Karstark what to do about Sansa and John. And mm-hmm. after Ramsay's like, "Yo, we could just storm Castle Black and kill Jon Snow." I love that nobody knows Jon Snow is dead, and they never will. That never escapes Castle Black. He's just yeah. back to life at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Roose warms Ramsay that, you know, attacking the Night's Watch would turn the entire North against House Bolton. And uh, if he does not act more sensibly, he will be discarded. And uh, Maester Wolken enters and announces that Roof's wife, Walda, has given birth to a baby. A baby boy. Uh, he's like, you, you act with more sense or you're going to fucking die. Oh, hello. Yep, got a got a son now. Oh, you will always be my firstborn, Ramsay. Thank you for saying so. Then he goes ahead and stabs his father in front of Wolken and Karstark, mm-hmm. and yep, is uh very quickly given the position of Lord Bolton. Tell he's like, Maester Wolken, please send ravens. Tell her, tell everyone that Roose Bolton is dead, poisoned by her enemies. Mm. Yeah, she, and uh, showing the dagger like in his back, you know, right before he walks up to yeah. Roose, it's like. There's no fucking shot. This guy, you know, it's like, if they didn't show that, I guess it might be a little bit more of a shock. I mean, you just full well know, like, what he's about to do. He's like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and Rue says the line of, like, if you if you act like murderous dogs, you're going to be treated like one, taken to the back and fed to the, you know, pigs or yeah. whatever. And and I think that's why, like, Karstark um, was kind of like, okay, this dude's like, 
he's kind of in the old ways and stuff like that. Like, um, we were talking about how, how like Karstark was swayed by Rin, or, you know, how he's just kind of like, okay yeah, with what's happening it. right now. Um, and, and it's, it is an interesting, like, there's a lot going on here for one. It's like, what could he do? You know, it's like, that is the new warden of the North legally like he is legitimized and like yeah. if Bruce is dead and this maester does go through with saying that he's poisoned like Ramsey is the new warden of the north and he's like he does say that he's like address him you know that's your lord or whatever so it's like speak with some respect that is your lord so I, I think it was partially one he agrees with Ramsey in the sense of like we they could take everything and like he just wants more action whatever two the fear of Ramsey, you know, it's yeah. like he's scared of that dude. Um, as yeah, he's definitely ruling with fear to be sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Maester Wolken, you know, he's like, yep, he was poisoned by our enemies. All right, so I'm gonna get going. Um, Ooh. and then he's like, uh, wait a minute, give me, yeah, give me what's her name? I'm sorry, oh, Walda. Walda, yeah, give me Walda. Give send She's her. resting, sir. She just gave birth. I don't give a fuck. I'm your lord. Uh, he's Do like, what I say. Oh. He's like, okay. um, but yeah. Then they go meet down in the courtyard, and she's like, uh, "Hi, Ramsey. Yeah. Um. So, um, Lord Bolton sent for us. You know. And I love the idea that off camera he was like, uh, "Oh, Maester Wolken, be sure to tell her that Lord Bolton sends for her. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I need this to be a surprise. Um, I and then uh, Bolton. Oh, yeah." Where's where's Lord where's Lord Bolton Ramsey? Why do you the door. give Why do you give Roos the good easy death? I mean, okay, I guess in Ramsey's mind and his way of thinking, I hate to say this, but like that's a good meal for the dogs, I guess yeah. you know in his way of thinking. But the baby dog, you know, like the baby too. That's just like I was like. Oh, this was just bad. And Dude, it's just, this is, for a character who has done so much terrible fucking shit, this might be the most single evil act he's ever done. Kills his father, immediately goes to feed, not his true mother, but... Um, Calls her mother, which is yeah. super fucked yep. up. Mm -hmm. Just giving her one, you know, why, you know, why not? Come with me, mother. And... I'm glad they cut the screams off a little early. Uh, I feel like they yeah. probably would last longer. Um, but, yeah. You know, I... No, but I, I do love a good subtitle. And the subtitle reading, Flesh Tearing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as if I, I couldn't put that together. Yeah. I um, need that specified. Um, yeah. You know, maybe she did. You know, I, I don't know. Could could it, Could it? they kill you that fast if they just went straight for, like, the... The neck. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta like, think so. I, I guess maybe. So. Damn, maybe that's why her scream stopped. Is she didn't have any vocal cords anymore. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh fuck. shit. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Terrible shit. Um, terrible mm -hmm. fucking stuff there. Uh, at the hands of Ramsey. But nevertheless, in the woods, a little happier here. Brienne fills Sansa in on her encounter with Arya. Tells her that she's alive and everything. Uh, you know, she wasn't exactly dressed like a lady. She wouldn't be. Says Sansa. Nice. That was, was a nice, nice. little, just yeah. like, ah. For, for a pair that always, like, did nothing but argue and get mm -hmm. at each other when they were together, to know yeah. that more than anything, 
they wish they could be together again is very, very nice. Uh, mm. oh. But oh. uh, finally, they're catching up. You know, this yeah. is yeah. finally we've been waiting for this for quite a while. Um, yeah. For Sansa to be with Brienne. I, I guess I don't know. Maybe when she was with Littlefinger, not necessarily. We knew what she was going to get into. So we were like, please just go with Brienne. Oh, my God. Like, it'd be so much better. You'd still much rather be with Brienne than Littlefinger, though. Even even so. Um yeah, yeah, probably here. But, uh, I don't but, know. This... Uh, yeah, you know, she's like, what happened at, at Winterfell? And Sansa's mm-hmm. obviously very reluctant to speak on it. And, uh, you know, she admits that she ought to have accepted her help sooner. And, uh, Theon, racked with guilt over his betrayal of the Stark family, is just pacing around in the background, just walking around, not knowing what to do with himself because he's no mm-hmm. longer Reek. He's Theon now. And he's like, what the fuck am I even doing? Who am I? What is this? And he's scared. Uh, he's hearing like bird noises and sticks cracking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're hunting us. You know, they're lighting he's a like, fire. like, you should he's not like, be lighting a fire. They are hunting. They, they, they will see the smoke. Pure uh, paranoid. And I went with Alfie Allen here for this episode. Oh, he's good. Um, and like, just, just that, like him pacing around. And then this moment he has with Sansa, like Sophie Turner did a, a really good job here too. But I felt really? like this was meant for Alfie Allen to be, you know, mm-hmm. I, like he really kind of took, took this scene. Um, and, and it, I don't know, it was such a, like this, it's weird to feel, I don't know, it's, it's weird because, yeah, Theon does say, like, you know, you're being real nice to me, but, like, yeah, I still did kill two farmer boys in place of Bran and Rickon. I did betray Rob. I did behead Mm -hmm. Sir... Roderick Cassell. Roderick, there, yeah. Um... He's like, I'm, I could never repay your family. You know, like there's nothing I can do anymore. And, and like the little line from Sophie Turner of like, so you're not coming with us, you know? And she has like this little like inhale of like, yeah, like a little shaky breath. And, uh, man, it was, I don't know. I, I, I I have never been so quickly forgiving of Theon as I was as I am this time. And it feels so easy to forgive him after everything he's been through, you know, like, I feel like in the past I've held this weird grudge against Theon all the way until he like pays with his life. But I'm, I'm way over that. Like, uh, um, I'm glad like this, this moment brought me to tears as well. I was like, this is a moving scene. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I was tempted to go with Alfie Allen as well until I saw your, uh, until I saw yours Mm -hmm. and I wanted to spread the love a little bit. Um, but yeah, he does really good. Sophie Turner does really good. Um, it's 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 really well done. But uh, he tells Sansa that Brienne and Pod will do a better job of looking after her, more so than he ever could. And he tearfully states that he would have gone with her all the way to Castle Black if necessary, even if it cost him his life. Uh, and he asks, and he's like, "Can I take a horse? Um, <laughs> Did I please have a horse? Oh my god!" Yeah. She's like, yeah, fuck, fucking, yeah, dude. Uh, go ahead. Go though. You know where are you going, Theon? Home. Oh man, love, love a good. You know, we got Brand going home. We got Theon talking about going home. It's home time, baby. And we cut from there to the Iron Islands, where Mm -hmm. at Pike it is a dark and stormy night, and Yara Greyjoy reads a letter to King Balon about how the Glovers retook Deepwood Mott and killed all the Ironborn who held the castle. And Yara notes that their invasion is now, it's gotta be completely over, man. There's no way you could possibly think we still have a shot here. I think everyone there forgot that we are even in rebellion, dude. Uh, 
whenever he says that there was a war of the five kings, they call it, and there's one king left, I was like, I forgot that the fifth king was fucking Balon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I think this is kind of like a meta, like, fourth wall break a little bit. It's like, you guys don't fucking remember this. You know, this was back, yeah. like, what, season two? Like that? I, Dude, I he hasn't know. been in the show in so fucking long. Yeah, I don't, well, maybe not back to season two, but, like, yeah, that's probably three. I think like, when Ramsey starts getting involved and they send him, you know, little <laughs> pieces, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, seasons two, three, and six. Dude hasn't been in the show since season three. Um, and he's like, I'm still here. God damn it. You know, uh, but, yeah, uh, Malon tells her, you know, they'll wow. continue fighting because he says they're going to continue fighting. Um, and he says that one of the reasons the invasion wasn't successful was because she wasted men attempting to rescue Theon. You know, where's your brother? And she's like, I'm not going to say sorry for that. I did what I had to. And Yara continues to try to convince him to end the rebellion. But he is uh, he is of one mind. Mm. Um, they are they are not doing anything but uh, rebelling. And uh, Balon tells her that she, when she rules, she can be content with their current standing. But for now, she must obey, or else he will make another heir who will. Um, or wh- whoever is, I don't know, does he have a wife right now? Is he like, is, I don't think so. But God, yeah, that's just a, I don't want to think about that, about him making a new heir. No, um, yeah, Balon, uh, Balon an icky motherfucker. And, you know, he he's, I, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. He immediately walks out onto a swinging rope bridge amidst a terrible fucking storm. Uh, that separates two towers of Pike. Um, mm-hmm. If he doesn't get pushed off of this bridge, it's a really decent chance he slips and falls off of it anyway. Probably. Um, yeah. It seemed that, like, they were in, like, their throne room, and maybe he's going to, like, his bedroom, you know, his quarters His or chambers? Yeah, yeah, no, like, uh... But, like, man... Don't get me wrong. Just... There's no way he falls off of this simply because, like, you don't do this or construct this unless you know you've done it before. You know, this isn't the first time he's making his way across here in the terror. Like I go, you know what? I'll sleep in the throne room tonight until, you know, yeah. the, until the storm yeah. passes, you know, Me in my um, current age, like, I feel like I got pretty good balance, but like, I see that storm and the, I mean, the bridge is no, literally I'm like, not doing just, that. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no good. Balon. I'm no Balon, but, uh, we get a very, very, <laughs> A character introduction here that, uh, wow. I mean, it's a wonderful introduction and season six year on is actually dope. I, I don't like him, but a wonderful character. Um, mm. season seven and eight though, you're on Greyjoy is just the fucking worst. They didn't even know what the fuck to do with him, but, uh, talk about a god know, he, complex this guy has. Yeah. I am the drowned god. He tells yeah. him. Uh, you know, he is, he is the drowned god. And Balon inquires about a rumor that Euron lost his senses during a storm and he, his crew had to tie him to the mast to prevent him from jumping overboard. And Euron's like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe not. And, uh, Balon's like, I heard you cut out all the tongues. He's like, yeah, I wanted silence. Yes, I did. And, uh, I did do that just for some peace and quiet. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We were saying we're no Balon. I'm definitely no Euron. I'm sure as shit um, not Euron. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, this guy is, uh, he's got a few screws loose, I can oh, say. Oh, to be sure. Um, I mean, he just pulled back home. He could have come back at any time to do this. There's no reason for him to have waited till now. He's just like, you know what, fuck it. Um, I'm gonna go home and take the throne. Fuck it. Um, 
Like he's yep. just kind of going with the flow. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, time. Uh, you're you're getting old, brother. Time for some new blood. Love it. Yeah, let's love do the shit. Yeah, like uh, throws him over in. the bridge. Died. Dead. Episodes like ushering in like this new era. Like uh, you get oh. you get Roos out, and then Ramsey in. We get. They're uh, like the books are done, motherfucker. We're gonna run with it. That's um, true. Yeah, and even even John, you know, Alistair, we don't see him get hanged yet, but like we have that old blood going, and and like it's, it, I know it's kind of uh, happening everywhere, which is really cool. And then in Marine, even too, uh, new people right. are, are leading there. Uh, so I, I don't know. I really liked this. This I feel like it was just very um, a soft reset. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, didn't expect it out of this episode. I, I was just waiting yeah, for the yeah. end. Um, but then I was like, man, this it, is actually it's really like- good up to that point as well. But, you know, at Balon's funeral, Yara tells the priest Aaron Greyjoy, Balon's youngest brother, that she will find the person who did this and feed them to the sharks while they are still living. And uh, she swears to do this upon the salt throne, to which he replies, you are not fit to swear upon the salt throne. You are not our ruler yet. Uh, the law says that the king's moot chooses the next ruler. And Yara's like, yeah, but my father wanted me to rule. And Aaron's like, well, he doesn't get to fucking save, so. Yeah, Sorry. you might be, or you might not. It's just how it goes here. Um, yeah, the King Smoot. What is the, is that a person or like a, a council? Um, the King Smoot is an ironborn custom and part of the traditions they call the old way. Unlike regular lordships. Yeah, they like, elect a ruler. King Smoot, I see. Oh, I thought it was like the king's. I thought they. I thought he said the king Smoot chooses the next ruler. So like it's just some, like it's their hand of the king or something, you know, or like just a. No, the king's Smoot is a, a group of a group of Iron Islanders who come together to elect their king, and they all have to, like. I'm pretty sure there's a fucking fight. Um, yes, fight for yes, the throne. Yeah. Um. Yes, an elected. I mean, regardless, kingship. Euron gets it. Um, like next episode. Yeah. yeah. But uh, hmm. anywho, we're then at the wall. Uh, we're at yeah. Castle Black. Nightfall has arrived, and the band of Black Brothers loyal to John have not yet surrendered. And when Davos refuses a final ultimatum from Sir Alistair Thorne, he uh, you know, he looks at the men and he delivers my favorite line of the episode. Oh, thank you. Okay, Boys, good. I'm glad this. I'm not much of a fighting man. Apologies for what you're about to see. Draws his sword. I was hey. like, "Fuck yeah, Davos!" And Davos is ball. also my character. Oh yeah. Oh my got, god. I think he, I, I think he gets it. I mean, I, I I wanted to spread the love, you know. And I was thinking about going with someone else. I just I I think da- it's just Davos. Boys, I'm not much of a fighting man. He picks up long claw too. Yep. He doesn't have a sword. He doesn't. Yep. You know, dude. Dude's not like that. He's like, well. This one's pretty badass. Well, yeah. Apologies like, for like, what you're about to see. God, I was yeah. like, yeah. He probably you know, got he character so just down to for ride. that moment. Yeah, he probably got character just for that one moment. But then, yeah, but you know, he keeps you. pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, they they're like they're ready for it. Uh, Ghost starts growling at the door as they begin to try to break yeah. it down. Uh, but then they pause as they hear something returning, and it's Ed. <laughs> Dolores said, returning with Tormund and the army of the wildlings. And the, and this was also very close to getting my scene because I love a storming of the castle and just the idea that the wildlings would so thoroughly rout the black, the, yeah, the night's watch. 
And that also goes to prove Ramsey's point of, like, the south side of the wall is completely, like, undefended. Like, I mean, if you get in there, you you, you can wipe out Castle Black. Like, it, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be that hard. And, well, and, like, what's th- we get another one of those, the mountain versus all those mother... They surrender because of 1-1, one, one, you know? Yeah, yeah, like Tormund kills someone first, and they're they're also like, well, maybe we're gonna fight. I don't know. And they're even and then, so they're hesitant, and then you know, one one smashes that guy against the wall, and they're like, you know what? That's enough. And I love Alistair Thorne being like, fight, fight, yeah. you cowards. cowards! Yeah. Oh my god. The only dude, the only dude to swing a sword after this moment, fucking Ollie, dude. Yeah. You know, like, I it's just whatever. Um, is it next episode that they yeah, go? Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's probably his first act. You know, um, I can't remember like just what happens right away, um, like with John. But uh, no, I uh, I can't wait to see that kid hang. Uh, probably the only kid ever that I'd want to see hang. <laughs> um, you know, like that. I, that's that's not a very common thing. But man, yeah. It's, no, but uh, Ollie Ollie earned it, man. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he state, rushes Tormund specifically, yeah. but I love that Tormund doesn't even hurt yeah. him. He just stops him and pushes him to the side, and is yeah. like, "Hold on to this kid." What um, are you doing, and dude? Thorn is seized. Tormund easily disarms Ollie, and <laughs> and Ed announces, "Take them to the take them to the blacks, the ice cells." And I love that he's like, "You fucking traitor!" He's like, "The only yeah. traitors here are the ones who put who put a knife in their Lord Commanders." Ooh. Another line that almost got it was Alistair Thorne being like, "The Night's Watch has held against the Wildlings for blah 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 blah," you know, and then and then uh, you. yeah, Tormund coming in, and and that's what gets Ollie to go, you know, yeah. or whatever. Um, but that that was pretty sick. Like, uh, yeah, until you, bud. Uh, that was like, an, like that's pretty early in the episode, like, and I was tempted to go. Like, I wrote that down until Tyrion goes and frees the dragons, just because mm-hmm. I I. I'm going to shout. I've showered the wall with love for a season and some change now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did go end up going with it just cause I mean, I was either going to go with uh, Jamie and Tommen and then the high sparrow in there. It's a good scene, but it just, it doesn't quite stack up to, so, um, Dolores Ed brings Tormund to see John's body. Because uh, mm. Tormund hasn't hasn't seen him yet. I, I'd forgotten that he was stabbed after they'd been ushered south of the wall and stuff. And Tormund's not happy to see it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, notes the many wounds that he has, and he quietly says that he'll have his men start gathering wood for a pyre, bodies to burn. Um, and Davos goes ahead and pays a visit to Melisandre, who has donned her you know normal glamour, but is still gripped by a crisis of faith. You know, when he enters and he goes, sorry to interrupt. And she goes, uh, you won't, you're not interrupting anything. She's mm-hmm. like, straight up, I'm just sitting here. And yeah. I have just been sitting here for I don't know how long. Uh, I went with Carice Van Houten as Melisandre for my performance. Um, uh, mm-hmm. this, yeah. uh, the sheer depression she's going through and this just like, fuck it, I'll try. Uh, thing that she has going on and then when she does try and that spark of hope that she has that is yeah we'll, we'll get there but you know mm-hmm. he asks her you know what are you up to you know 
He's like, the Lord Commander. She goes, the former Lord Commander. Mm. He goes, yes, but uh, does he have to be? Does he have and to? She's like, uh, what do you mean by that? No, what do you mean by that? What are you um, talking about, dude? Yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I've I mean, seen you do some fucking shit, man. Uh, do you know funny. anyone who has this power? Do you think you have this power? What does he say? Like, I've seen you give birth to a literal shadow. I've seen you... What is the other... I don't know. It says one more thing. Um, and he says, like, kind of a, a nice, like, a nice, a really nice line to her of, like, you showed me that miracles... Miracles can happen. Like, yeah, like that. And I, and I was like, man, Davos is... He's just got away with words, you know? Yeah, that's he does. Just, man. Well, and I also love that Davos, like, he knew this fucking guy for, like, 15 minutes and yep. he's like do you think it's possible you could bring him back to life from the dead i fucking love that i fucking love he that he's like i yeah. see within this man the only other guy i would be comfortable following after stannis's death like he's like this is the yeah. man that if and frankly i think he's like if i had known this guy before i knew stannis i'd follow this motherfucker you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's it is Whenever, like Davos, he has seen people, you know, he, he thought Stannis was his guy. And he's like, yeah, you got a good cause. You're legitimate. You're the right king, blah, blah, blah. But, like, a lot of people just left. They weren't really for the cause. They were just like, they had to be there. They were forced to fight, whatever. And then in Castle Black, you have Alistair Thorne. People aren't going to fight for him. You know, it's like, if it's not worth their life at all. But Jon Snow gives an order. And, like, if you're with him, it's like, I am not a fighting person. Night's Watch. Yeah. With me. I'm with John. I'm in the front fucking line. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, I no, will I, die um, for this man. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and that's, that's, it's very rare, you know, in, in, in Westeros to have anyone like that. And, well, and Davos is trying, you know, he's like, what's it hurt? Can you at least try? You know, can you, can you give it a shot? You know, uh, and she's like, yeah, fine, fuck it. Uh, you know, she washes John's wounds, burns his hair, and she attempts to revive him using murmured high Valyrian incantations, but it seems they have no effect. And, uh, Tormund grows disappointed, leaves, is like, this fucking bullshit. Which, I mean, just makes it all the better whenever he's gonna, like, walk out of there the next day. Like, that's going to be, I'm going to spoil that. That's going to be my scene next episode when he walks out of that room and everyone's like. Jesus, oh, the, the, sec- the second coming of Christ, literally, we we are, in, we were already with you, John. But now, I mean, come on, dude, like. We're I'd like, yeah, you're, no way. You're it's literally, literally been, it's been one day since the end of season five because they found him in the morning took him in there, and then they trapped them in that room and were like, you have till nightfall. Yeah, it was one night. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, and uh, the we were talking about his uh, the scars on his chest and stuff like mm. that. Apparently it's just a plot hole here. Um, in Season 5, Episode 10, um, he does not have that extra one in like his upper chest. The crescent right? hook the crescent, one? Yeah, the crescent one. That one has always stood out to me because you don't watch anyone like That's twist. Not a, yeah, yeah, it's got they all just and it was six stabs, you know. So there's this mysterious seventh scar. And I guess like 
he didn't like he didn't have it in season five, episode ten. It could have just been one he's had for a long time, you know. But like it wasn't there. Like it was. That's the most brutal scar he has. Mm-hmm. It was very. I don't know. Very. It, like I don't know if it is just a plot hole or if like. No, like, I mean maybe, like it's we just didn't see one of the stat because it was like kind of a fast montage of all the guys going up and right. stabbing or whatever. But then a, I, I guess in season five, episode ten, you see. Um, John's, you see his chest, like, well, do you ever see his chest or do you just see it all clothed up? You never see him. You see it all clothed up. You don't see him bare chested until season six, episode one. So, I mean, their justification is just season five, episode 10, Jon Snow was stabbed six times. And then in the last scene, there's seven scars. Where did that mysterious seventh scar come from? Is there yeah so. you know one of them stabbed him an extra time that's what i'm gonna go with you know um there are a lot more mutineers there that are like gathered around that traitor sign than actually they show stab him so like mm-hmm. it's sure. it's you know eh, he got stabbed better. seven times i was uh, the only reason i was into it whatsoever is i was trying to see if like uh I always Melisandre. I don't know why I always think it's something else. I Melisandre Missandre and, like, and Melisandre. Yes, yeah. I get I get them mixed up every now and then. But um, I just thought that she was like saying her chant for every time he got stabbed, and that was the only reason I was like counting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I was like, wait a minute, why is there like seven scars on this dude? Like maybe he's just been through some shit, you know? Like I guess Egret shot him with some arrows. No, yeah. I don't think one hit him in the chest though, and that's yeah, that was really like the back arrow head scar, but. Anyways. No, I've always thought of that crescent one as the Ollie stab. Um, mm. Like, because that's the one that does it. That's his heart. Um, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's always what I've gone with. But regardless, um, <laughs> you know, she offers up those incantations, and then before the final one goes, please. And that's when I took her down. Just the like, because it's <laughs> not. She doesn't give a shit about this guy you know she doesn't it's not like this is the guy who she's like i plan to follow this man Mm -hmm. to the end of my days this is like please show me that you still have a purpose for me show me that you i i have devoted my life to the right thing Mm -hmm. you know that i that the lord of light is still here for me show me that please Mm -hmm. um so she'll be very happy whenever he walks out of that room tomorrow but uh Oh yeah, no. This I loved. Like, I'm I'm glad she's getting up. Is that her first performance? Not. Yes, it is. Uh, is that yes, her first? Is. Has she ever even gotten a character? She's not. I don't think. Wow. Okay. Um, no, that's very nice. I mean, she like it's it makes perfect sense. You know, she like she, she was div- like this is everything. She saw the victory. You know, the victory I saw in the flames. Just a lie. You know, it doesn't. Not even real. Doesn't even happen. Like, what have I been doing my entire life? I've gotten this entire army killed. You know, like Stannis's army gone because I burned it was... a little girl at the stake. Yeah, and and uh, man, I I don't know. It I I don't really remember him walking out um, at all. Or like, is it literally just like he's up there and everyone's just looking at him? Like, like yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Wow, that's awesome. Oh my god, and you know. Partially the uh, a little bit of the reason of me counting all these scars and stuff. It's not that bad on the eyes, you know. Uh, no, Kit no. beautiful body. body on this man here. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is a lovely man laying there on that table, all dead and stuff. Um, <laughs> all dead and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not dead so. for long, but for now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, 
they all get up, they exit the room. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed and finally Davos follow her moments later. Once the room is empty, however, Ghost, who had been sleeping underneath the table upon which John is laying, perks up and looks up to her to his master. Mm-hmm. And then John awakes. <gasps> oh my god! And to think of like what's going on in his mind in this moment. He's like, bro, I. His last memory is, is getting stabbed. Out. Yeah, that's like he's like, and he, now he's like, I'm inside. Like what? He's like, he's probably like, what? The, what? No one's here. You know, he's he's he probably thinks he's in the afterlife for real. You know, like mm-hmm. if if you die and then you wake up in a room on a table, I guess your your dire wolf's there, but that'd probably be an afterlife thing. I don't know. I'd probably be like, yep, I'm not alive anymore. I'd be like, hmm, heavens is the Lord Commander's chambers. <laughs> yeah. and what a weird that's a weird afterlife uh, maybe I'll open the door and it'll be something else completely um, oh, no nah, but yeah I we're now at a point with John that and I've said this for like a season and a half now we're now at a point where it's about to fucking go up you know like it's about to go fucking crazy it's uh, insane the rise this dude sees like i it it, it just seems like it, it couldn't get any higher you know like it can't and then well, get, and like, now the- your expectations have been reset you know like he mm. was on this meteoric rise after uh you know he gets picked as lord commander uh, on his way there, he goes to hard home. You're like, oh, this man's a badass. This guy's epic. He gets killed. You're like, ah, man, that's it. Um, but if they're, if they are bringing him back to life, now your expectations for him are through the fucking roof. There is nothing that can stop this man. You know what I'm saying? Like death didn't even stop this man, you know? So like all of a sudden he is the, the fucking bell of the ball, you know, like I, I fucking love John Snow, man. So I'm very, very happy that he's back in the show after an episode of leaving him out. Um, <laughs> it's only one. Only one episode. You know, you could argue two. You know, he's got like two seconds of screen time there at the end where he's conscious. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Is it the... It is the very end. That's what, yeah, yeah, it's the end of... It is literally the cliffhanger of season five, episode ten. So, like, you see him in the last seconds of that episode. Um, Wow. I guess I always kind of thought that there was, like, a couple days or, like, three. I don't know. It felt like... They were kind of just up in that room for a little bit, but you're right about Thorn being like, you have until nightfall, you know, or whatever, because, mm-hmm. and then they, they're there in nightfall. Because I was wondering of, like, how, how didn't John turn, you know, um, into a, a white walk, you know, a, is it, I always, whites and white walker. A white walker mm-hmm. is the big dog. The big right? blue motherfuckers. The whites yeah. are just the, the undead, zombies. whatever. Yeah, I was like, um, I was trying to think of like how he didn't turn into a white there, but yeah, if it is one day, I mean, that's like, I don't know. I don't know how long it takes, but, um, that kind of works out there. Cause I, I don't know. I, I, I loved the, um, like theory of that they would actually burn his body and then he doesn't burn, you know, sort of thing or, um, but we clearly see him get, you know, burnt by a lantern. Um, yeah. And like, uh, very early on. So it's like, Maybe they weren't thinking of that. I don't know. No, they weren't. Like, that's the thing is that at that point, the showrunners don't even know he's a Targaryen. You know, that's something George R.R. Martin doesn't tell him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the books aren't even 
written yet, right? Like the season five. The book books that confirm he's a Targaryen don't even exist. Yeah. So even now. Oh wow! It's just they end with him. Yeah, that's they end true. with him it's dead. Ends with him dead. I guess the book came now, out. Now, obviously, before. that's something George R. R. Martin's always known mm-hmm. to have written the story with Ned that way. But true, like there was, there's no reason for him to be like in season one, episode fucking like that's season one when that happens. Uh, there's no reason for him to be like, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss, uh, did you know that Jon Snow is actually a Targaryen? So you can't that you can't burn him here. Mm. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is that like Jon Snow can be burned, but is that just a plot hole because the showrunners legitimately don't know they, yet? It was just a way to kill the white as well. It was like ah, fuck, ah, burn him, you know. It's like, and it was literally just like hot potato sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, maybe it was just all in his head. Maybe it's placebo burn. He like just obviously thought he would get burned, but like, do we ever see a scar on his hand or like any burns or anything? I don't. No, know. we do. It's it's wrapped up. Um, there. Okay, um, but. And no, then, I'm trying to remember now if George R. R. Martin wrote it into the books that he got burnt um, by that lantern. What, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm in the a very early early Yeoman's uh, book one, but um, all of these, I know it's I'm gonna love all the differences and and all the stuff like that. And to, book to one book, is pretty faithfully but, adapted. It's incredible, yeah. actually. Yeah, I think um, it ends. It's like it goes in. I think it ends with uh like into season two or something like that. Like I remember reading the last page and it's, I think it's Daenerys walking out of the fire maybe. Yeah. That's the season one finale though. Okay. Then maybe it was something else. Um, music of dragons. Yeah. So that's okay. So that is the end of, of this one is, is her walking out of the fire. That's Danny's ending. And I guess the ending right before that, ah, the King in the North, the King in the North. King in the North, so the King in the North. Fair enough. Very season one. Um, no, yeah, yeah, damn man, Rob okay. Stark, miss him, miss him every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got a we got a good we got a good little slate of favorites. Davos earned himself another couple character nods here today. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, which I believe brings See, him up to five. Davos Seaworth. He's on the sheet apparently ten times, but that's also in the scenes and stuff like that. But I see Oh wow. He's gotten uh two from you this season. Yeah. Uh, he's got three back. of the four picks in season six. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is Brienne of Tarth and Davos Seaworth three times. Let's go. Oh, that's yeah. that's really hype. But then yeah, he got he got one of uh season three finale from me and you. Um so Every time he well, Davos kinda, wins, he fucking wins. Yeah, baby. he does. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's um, hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's five five character nods for Davos, which uh, does move him into that tied for fifth place spot. Nice. Our top He's five now five tied with Ned, Rob, and the Hound. Uh, Davos Good company. Good, Good company. company to keep. Good mm-hmm. company, and I guarantee you, he will take the five spot sooner than later. Um, mm. Yeah, this, he's strong, and he makes it to the end. So exactly, that's what that, that you've, he's obviously got that going for him. I'm like, there are a few with four that could really, really do some damage: Cersei, Arya, Varys. Hmm? Cersei, Arya is the one that could really fuck that up. Yeah, Cersei and Arya are gonna 
Well, I don't know if Cer- Cersei's more of a perf- you know, it's more Lena Headey um, yeah. for the performance. You're not really like what a character moment. I love what she's doing. Yeah. You know, blowing up the sept. Cersei Lannister. Fucking. Like, I might like, pick her for that episode. Honestly, yeah, it's it. it could. You know what? Get your revenge, sis. Do your thing. This. Well, let's rate this bad boy. What do you say? True. True. I I think we are there, and and I don't know. This this one is is an interesting one to think about because it's like it felt so stacked. Um, and like the, the last scene is, is very nice, uh, to see and watch that was, you know, that's pure enjoyment there. Um, but everything else I was, I was really enjoying and I thought it was like really well made too. And like, it all tied in with it itself. It seemed like, you know, yeah, thematically, yeah, very well across, across everything. So I I was having a, a really good time watching this one. Um, I think definitely more than, than episode one, which we gave an eight, seven, five. I'm in I might even be going a full point a above it. Is this a oh nine seven five? Not quite the ten, but almost there. I, I mean, don't hesitation. You know, we are hesitating. Yeah, it, I don't it, think I can go ten. I think I can go nine seven five though. You know, you bring John back to life. I'm gonna be pretty happy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's as close to a ten as you can get. There were multiple That's audible cool. reactions on my part. Yep. Tyrion leaves the leaves the dragon den, and I went, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, yep. John wakes up, and I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, like uh, it's crazy, like that. I am talking to my TV, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm watching the show, taking a, a a third person view of that, I just look like an insane person. Yeah, but, no, same uh, thing here. I don't give a fuck. Uh, this show is is too too goddamn good. Um. And man, yeah, I guess, I guess critically, I mean, that's, that is why I enjoyed a lot of it. It's just how no, it's, it's I feel like fucking it was, good. It's yeah, fucking it good. Uh, not, notably well written mm-hmm. and written by a gentleman named Dave Hill. Dave Hill. Which means it's not written by D and D. So oh, I'm trying okay. To get okay. I was like, oh. should I recognize Dave Hill? No, I just mean that it is a note. It is a notably different name in the right written by section. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not not Dean. Huh? Interesting. I didn't even know that before the episode, but I I, I definitely liked the writing more this episode. Yeah, the than writing other, is so. is <laughs> it stands out as good in this one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I and wonder. It, I'm curious about that season six, the first season off book. Mm. I wonder how many of these episodes are written by other people. Episode three is written by a different guy. Episode four is written by a different guy. Episode five is written by a different guy. Episode six is written by a different guy. Episode seven is written by a different guy. Episode yeah. eight is written by a different guy. The Battle of the Bastards is written by a different guy. And the finale of this season is written by a different guy. So mm-hmm. this no season only the D and D were like, All right, see you later. We'll direct. Um. Yeah, they. Uh, no, no, no help from good old Georgie. Um, seeming they just didn't have it like that. I mean, fair enough. This is crazy to write new material for. Like, there's a reason they had George R. R. Martin work with them so closely is because this is like just such a vast story, and like you got to kind of be a writing, uh, like prodigy or just someone who's very fucking into the game. To, to write something like this vast and detailed oh, and everything so 
Yeah, they wrote they wrote a little bit more than I gave them credit for. They wrote about half the season. Um okay. So still though. Yeah, I mean it's this is uh I don't know. I I I, I feel like season five and four like we said, we're like the golden era, but like this one start like I think season six, it there's a switch into blockbuster mode. Mm. You know, they the show gains a more wide appeal starting in season six. I would say mm. we start going in a direction that's like the audience is bigger than it's ever been. The show is going fucking up. Like we are going to make this. It's bigger than it's ever been. You know, I think that season four, as ter- in terms of quality, I, I still think season four will be the best. But don't get me wrong. I think season six is the most exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, we got Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. We, had, we, I mean, let's see. We get Hodor as well. That one just kind of sucks. Um, Winds of Winter. This fin- yeah, we the get the, the Sept. Is that, is that what the name yeah. comes from, though? What is the what else happens in the finale like other like outside of King's Landing? Um, is there um I'm pretty to... sure we get confirmation. Um, uh, John gets dubbed the King in the North. Um, at the same time, it's revealed that he is Liana's child. Is that the fin- this does happen this season? Like the, we do not the, get confirmation that Rhaegar is the father. We get confirmation ah, that Liana okay. is his mom. Okay. Um. Wow. Okay, that does happen. Yeah, Sep blown up. Tommen, yeah, takes his jump. Ooh, Sam is in the Citadel. Uh, he gets ah, yes, very... yes, 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 um, yes, yes. Let's see. Jamie Lannister speaks to Walder Frey. Wow. Um, that okay. seems random. Interesting. Um, yep, Bran sees the vision of his father and Aunt Lyanna, and Melisande. Melisandre is told to leave and never return. Ah, yes. Davos discovers that she burnt Shireen. Ah, that would do it. Yeah. And And Davos is like, I'm going to kill her. And Jon's like, you can't kill her. I can't allow that. But she sure as shit can never come back. You know. Apparently there's some stuff in... Ah, Danny. Yeah, Daenerys. She She sets sail, right? She heads, yeah. she, She sets sail. Um, yeah, that means she dubs Tyrion Hand of the King. It means she leaves Dario behind. Like, season six is a big, oh, big, big fucking crowd pleaser, man. Like, this is, uh, Ramsey fucking dies. Like, this is gonna be a goodie, and I'm fucking excited. But mm-hmm. with that, we will, wait, did we give it a critical rating? Yeah, we haven't even done that yet. Okay, maybe, we, yeah, we gotta assign a number to it. I was like, hold on, hold the phone. Um, it's better than last episode. I think we're in the nines here. Uh, for me, mm. last episode we gave an eight five, and I do think it's it's not an eight seven five. I don't think it's just no, no. Above. This is a good episode. It's um, good looking. It's well written. Um, I'd be willing to throw it in nine two five. I think that put it in the season f- five finale. Um, also kill the boy. Ooh, that's a, that's a well written episode. I remember. I'm pretty was, sure that is also directed nice. by Jeremy Podesta from. Uh, if I'm remembering mm. correctly, yeah, nine fives is is good company, and I uh I do I do like this company that it is in. Yeah, um, yeah. Kill the boy was also Jeremy Podesta. Look at me with the recall, man. Um, yeah, there's no shot I could do that. 
Uh, you can, like, there's no shot I can even recall what happens in a given episode unless it is the title of the episode. <laughs> right. so. No, like, uh, I think it's just because I literally read the names of everybody as I introduce the episode and mm. I make subconscious associations. True, um, true, true. Yeah. I, you're, you always just take that, you know, I'm, I'm just like, oh, well, written, but yeah, I'm, I'm just the, I'm just here. Like, oh, yeah, 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 look at that. Yeah, that is uh, written by him. Okay. But yeah, 925 critically. What's that bring it to? Oh, nine. Ah, two, five? Yeah. Ah. Oh, that is what we said. Hello. Uh, nine, four, two. Um, Pretty fucking strong. Ties it Pretty with the Pretty fucking finale. strong. Season five finale ties it. Um, exactly. We gave enjoyment and critically the same for the finale. So yeah. there we are. Um, another episode down in the books. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we get. I know, obviously, we get John walking out. But uh, I don't know. I may, maybe I just don't look look forward into into what what happens next episode. Nah, yeah, it's it's fun to let it. It's fun to let it happen, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm fucking I'm fucking happy with season six. I'm happy for where we're headed. Like I said, this is uh, this is probably the most exciting season. And season six, seven, and eight, pretty much unmatched in terms of excitement. Yeah, you know, quality yeah. one could argue, but the events that happen are sure as shit going to be fun to talk about, and that's what we're here to do. So uh, I'm I'm goddamn ready for it. Um, mm-hmm. It's insane that we've, I mean, what we've got eight episodes left this season, seven yeah. in season seven. We're only we only it's got sick. twenty episodes left. Twenty one. Wow, yeah, twenty one left. That's that's actually kind of crazy to think. That's two seasons and then an episode. Yeah, you know? we only crazy. got twenty one episodes left. We've done fucking fifty two now. Um, it's a year, a little well, a little over a year for us. A little but. over a year now, but uh, yeah, man, wow. hell yeah. With that, we will conclude this episode of Winter Is Blooming, and we will return next week. And I'm so very excited for it. Um, but in the meantime. To hold you over on Wednesday, we will be discussing David Fincher's newest film, The Killer, mm-hmm. just released on Netflix. Uh, we will be discussing it as we did a David Fincher little mini spotlight. We discussed Fight Club and the social network in previous weeks, and now we are discussing The Killer. That'll be coming this Wednesday. Um, this Friday, we continue our comic book movie journey through film with something we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Watchmen. And I'm very excited to get into that. Uh, it'll be a first watch for Joe. It'll be a uh, second watch for me. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll be discussing a little bit more of the comic book there, too, because that is just an iconic comic run. So I'm very excited to uh, dig into that a little bit. If you would, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever it is you might be listening and to continue downloading episodes. We're having a good year, and it's seeming to go even better towards the end here and i'm very very happy with that um remember to stand in solidarity with sag aftra as they continue their struggle against the studios they deserve everything they're asking for and more and to uh put it any other way is blasphemy they're 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 everything to filmmaking they're everything to television making it's all some good news um oh did you i guess a little bit ago uh but at time as time of recording uh, there is some new un- – I forgot who they were, but inside of Disney, um, there was like 65 people – or high ups, apparently, that have decided to unionize. Um, it was like an overwhelming vote. It was like only only three people did not like okay it or whatever. Um, so 
Yeah, I forgot who they were inside of Disney, though. They were, like, production something. Maybe production manager? I don't know. I saw something of the sort. But mm, Cool. Well, love you unionizing. Uh, the VFX artists are trying to unionize at the moment as well, which will absolutely gut Hollywood if that happens. So praying yeah. that that happens. Um, yeah, that'd be a big hit. That would be a massive hit for the studio, so I'm praying that comes about. Um, but yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And that is what I do. I drink, and I know things. <laughs>